So this is what we had originally recorded um, for you guys for part two. It was, Fantastic just, piece. it was just a little bit too long to tack on to the end. So we figured we would. Yeah. So the following are our theories we had the morning after seeing this movie. And then you'll also hear our theories after having it settled in for a bit. Enjoy. <laughs> that was the movie, by the way. God. Um, there's just a couple <laughs> things that I miss talking about. Please go see it, because our description will not do it justice. It's an incredible movie. So, just a couple things that I wanted to talk about now that the whole movie's done. Uh, like, there's no spoilers now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. Whatever. So, Queenie. Ugh. The fact that the voices went away when that lady came up to her, that doesn't sit right with me. That's creepy. I think that either she's imperious or confounded, maybe. Like, she could just be doing this because she really wants to be with Jacob, but it just doesn't really seem... I'm... I don't know. I'm wondering, too, like, should she not be able to read their thoughts? That's what I mean. Like, like the woman that came up to her, she didn't know about Grindelwald, so, like, unless they're... Unless they're really, really good. Well, legilimens. At, uh, yeah, yeah. And like or aquamancy. Aqu- aquamancy or yeah, whatever. Sorry. So they might just be really good at that. That's what I figured. But and I, I don't know. I'm assuming Grindelwald is really good at aquamancy um, because like Dumbledore is and mm-hmm. like he's really great. So like, and, like they're both just really strong wizards. And yeah. I would assume that Grindelwald would be smart enough to like teach that to the people closest to him so that people at least can't use like mind reading shit on them yeah it's just the thing that doesn't sit right with me is like queenie didn't even know that girl was coming up behind her and all the voices, all the voices went, away. went away so i was like it's one thing if you're focusing on her and you can't hear anything but like she didn't even know so mm-hmm. i'm like i, I don't know if like... it was like a full confundus or something because no. she was still pretty like weary of them yeah. but i feel like there's definitely something going on like yeah. she has some sort of like maybe she has a power where like she can blanket out mind yeah. reading abilities I don't know. There's something going on there. There's something, something more. weird. Yeah. Um, that was uh, it was a lot. It was really emotional and it was a great movie. Everyone should go see it right now. Oh, my God. I have so many feelings. Please talk to me about it because I'm so ready to have so many conversations. Yes. Oh, my God. Facebook message us. Fucking go on our website. Submit feedback. Email us if you want. I mean, this, the feedback form goes to the same place, but yeah, fucking, y- you can email us if you really fucking want. Just do it. We're so amped. <sighs> so I want your opinion. Okay. First of all. Do you think that Grindelwald is even telling the truth about about his identity? Oh, about Dumbledore. About there being another Dumbledore. That's what I was kind of trying to figure out when I was really silent, because it's totally possible that he's just like, you know what, like you're another Dumbledore and I'm saying this to fuck with Dumbledore kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. ha ha ha. Especially because he probably knows the blood plaque thing is gone by now. So he's probably like, oh, fuck. Aware that he's... he's a little bit fucked. Yeah. So it's a possibility that he's lying. However, the phoenix came to him. Mm. And so, the phoenix came to him before. Although, I find it kind of sketchy that the scene that they show the phoenix for the first time is also when he meets Grindelwald. But they don't really explain how the phoenix comes to him. So I was going to say that him and Nagini were in that house and he had already had yeah. the phoenix. So I'm so not sure. Assuming that he didn't <sighs> plant it. Like, it is possible he's totally lying, and he did have a plan for Credence to follow, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's possible, but at the same time, it's totally possible that he's not. 
That's what literally I was like. I, I, I thought I, so hard about it about there being like another Dumbledore and everything, and then I was just like, but what if he's not even telling the truth? Like, it's huh. it would almost at that point make me angry because at this point they had like three different lives for Credence in this movie. Another made up fucking thing. If we don't ever actually find out who Credence is, like if this isn't true and we never find it out, I'm gonna be a little upset. That's what I mean. Like I just Who is this boy? Why is he so important? I feel like they've stuck with the Dumbledore story. They just need to stick with it and Mm -hmm. like that's what it is. And as and I think like I was saying, like either their parents had a secret baby or like if his dad had a baby with someone else and it's a half brother, like it's possible. I just... I think I would follow the half-brother theory probably a bit more. Yeah. Just because, yeah, of, like, the age difference between them. To be fair, I don't think they ever explicitly say how old Credence is. No. But... And I mean, he's, Well, like, he's older than 18 because he's lived longer than he should have. Yeah. They mentioned that a couple times. He's, like... He's not, like, an adult adult, but he's, like... I think like, he's, like, probably our age, like, in his early 20s. But then Dumbledore's in, like, his 30s-ish. Like, early 30s, probably. Yeah. I... No. Unclear. <laughs> I think I think he's probably around like seventeen, eighteen. I don't think he's in his twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, he's an obscurial and shouldn't be living this long. But it also makes sense because Ariana Dumbledore's sister was also an obscurial, so it kind of makes sense that oh, another yeah. obscurial would be in the family. So my second question. Yeah. Given Dumbledore's character and his weakness, particularly for Grindelwald, and the fact that like. As much as he can't act act against him, I don't think he wants to either. Do you think he's actually going to destroy the blood pact? Because the way that he, like, snatched it from Newt, immediately I was like, I don't think that you're actually going to destroy that. I think he is. Um, Either maybe not destroy it, because I don't think he wants to destroy, like, the blood that Grindelwald put in there, maybe. But I think he's going to first try to find a way to reverse it somehow. Um, instead of destroy it, because he probably does want to keep it. But if he can't, I think he will destroy it. Because when it came down to it in the Deathly Hollows, he didn't want to kill, or he didn't want to destroy the Resurrection Stone, but he did. That's true. Because he knew it was a, the bigger picture. Like huh. the the old Dumbledore that was with Grindelwald definitely would not have. But obviously. I feel like now that it's been a couple years, and also just that Dumbledore is seen. The, yeah. the result of his actions. Of- and he, he knows he's the only one to defeat Grindelwald. And for sh- to be fair, he's probably not going to try and, like, hurt him. He's probably going to try and reason with him first. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be really interesting to see Dumbledore like this. Um, Do you know much about Grindelwald and Dumbledore's story past this? Like, any actual, like, canon stuff that has been put out? I can tell you what I know. I'm just trying to remember, like, if they mention that Dumbledore is actually the one that defeats... Oh, no, isn't it Voldemort? No, it's Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, Voldemort just goes and takes the wand from him. That's right. Yeah. Uh, But Voldemort doesn't kill him. Oh, my God. Dumbledore doesn't kill him, though. He just sends him to Azkaban or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. So Dumbledore... Mm. I'm also confused on where, like, the canon lore and, like, what's happening now is going to meet up. Oh, it's Fantastic Bees is like a hundred percent canon. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I'm wondering where like the stuff that's already in place is gonna line up with. Well, and that's what's really interesting about this whole series is because like we know the end game of like Dumbledore is going to defeat Grindelwald. We know that, but just seeing how powerful Grindelwald is and seeing the fear that he provokes and seeing Dumbledore mm-hmm. like basically in turmoil over it all is just like it's so interesting. Yeah. So it's gonna take a bit 
But he's <sighs> definitely, he has to reverse it because in the end he does defeat him. Yeah, that's why I was literally like, oh, wait, there's totally already, like, stuff in place about who defeats him. And, like, to be fair, it could be with the aid of. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure in the end it, like, specifically states that the battle ends up having to be between the two of them. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yep. So, uh. I definitely think we gave you guys enough to listen to today. Holy crap. Uh, I'm sure you're probably very happy that we did not make this into one podcast, because sweet God. Yep, this would have been the worst. Um, also, we do, well, I just want to say, I'm sorry if it was kind of, like, all over the place, but, like I said, we literally saw the movie last night, and we haven't really talked about it since, and we're trying to keep all our thoughts together, but... Also, the last two times that we reviewed movies, like, we were, we watched them in our house, like, not in a theater with other people, Yeah. And, like, I just feel like that atmosphere also my fucking pen died halfway through the movie so even though i was literally in the movie theater with a notebook in my lap making notes in the dark pen fucking died halfway through not even halfway like quarter way through yeah oh my god i was so mad uh but anyways we both really enjoyed the movie and we highly recommend it so go watch it yep and we're back Again, we're back, back. Numero part three, trois, fuck, <laughs> whatever. Back X2. <laughs> yep. Extreme. So yeah, we've had some time to settle <laughs> into this movie, uh, and we realized editing this, there's a few things we forgot to mention that we actually really wanted to, so I'm surprised we forgot. Yeah, I don't know how we missed the things we missed, because literally, like, when we were planning ahead of time about what to talk about and everything, we were like, oh, we definitely got to talk about this, mm-hmm. and we definitely got to talk about this, and then we're yeah. just like, oh, meh. Mm. Meh. Nope. We can just make a third one. Yep. So, uh, here we go. <laughs> Strap in. Again. <laughs> For the third For goddamn the- time. Oh, my God. I promise we'll get better at this in the future, guys. You know when you're, like, at an amusement park and you're, like, you go on a roller coaster and you're, like, damn, that was good. I want to ride it a second time. And you ride it a second time you're, like, that was amazing. I'm going to go on a third time. And then you go on a third time and you're, like, maybe. Maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough. <laughs> and we promise this will be enough. <laughs> um, okay. So, the first thing that I definitely uh, wanted to talk about. I'm so annoyed um, with us. So, Nicholas Flamel in the movie. (laughs) So, my beef isn't that Nicholas Flamel is in the movie, because it was really cool to see someone that you knew Dumbledore was friends with, and, like, someone that is obviously harboring the Philosopher's Stone in the movie. Like, that was honestly really cool. Mm -hmm. The problem is, so he's in the movie as a safe house for Jacob Newton Tina, and unconscious dude that I still don't know his name. Which is, like, cute and fine. Yeah. My problem was when he realized, ah, when he found out that they were in the graveyard or they were going to be in the graveyard, like, he had that weird, like, vision, which I'm also, like, unsure about. Like, I don't know if alchemists can just also see in the future. And then just allowed muggled Jacob to be like, okay, I'm going to go there now. And he was yeah. like, okay, have fun. Literally. And I was like, Jacob, no. <laughs> what are you doing? The wizards can't go, but sure, the, nom- the nomage, whatevs. Fuck. Anyway. So she, when he talked to that lady in the book and she was like, you have to go save them. So then he goes to the graveyard and literally just instructs them on how to do a spell that seemed like a pretty simple spell they should have known already, question mark. Like, <laughs> I don't know what his kind of purpose was there. I think I would have liked it much better if he was just uh, like the safe house and you got to see a philosopher's stone and ha ha ha, so funny. Or like maybe he sent someone else to save them, but like 
brittle-ass Nicholas Flamel coming out to the graveyard and not really serving much of a purpose was kind of annoying. Yeah. And literally, like, he shut up and was just like, stick your wands into the ground and say this spell. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, okay. Okay. I don't know. Very underwhelmed. Also, uh, yeah, I would have been okay with, like, just leaving the he has the safe house thing. <sighs> I watched a video afterwards uh, that was just like the cast talking about the movie and they're talking about this scene that they filmed that they could only film for like half an hour to an hour and they did it every day for three freaking weeks because it took them so long to get it because it had to be filmed during sunset oh my god <laughs> and the whole point of the scene was nicholas Flamel. it was like after everything happened he had made croissants for everyone like really good croissants oh. and they're just sitting around in the sunset like eating croissants they didn't even really explain like what the scene was about but it was essentially just everyone like trying to feel better and oh he was just God. like have some croissants and they were like it was a beautiful scene and we did it for like three weeks every day we just ate croissants together for an hour and then it wasn't even in the movie they were like talking about this and i was like i don't remember this scene and then they were like yeah and then it wasn't in the movie and i was like i guess i'm buying the dvd for just that scene okay because i want to yeah. see that that also would have made a lot of sense too because jake was like freaking out about how there was no food in the house so if he like spent oh the time God. to bake them the croissants that would have been amazing <laughs> that been so cute honestly i feel like that would have brought the character nicely kind of round circle and i could have ignored the whole graveyard bit a little yeah, better 100 percent. but i feel like it was just really random i think a general rule for harry potter movies is the more the better guys stop taking shit out all right <laughs> we appreciate it that would have been gold also knowing that they shot that for three weeks every day and that just is like not. so funny like <laughs> that makes me laugh and yeah it was ezra miller and i don't know the actress's name but the girl who plays nagini yeah and they were just being so cute they were like oh my god they like imported us croissants from wherever we just got to eat these croissants for an hour every day and it was the most precious scene and then it just wasn't in the movie and i was like actually a quick thing oh, about those two there's i literally just saw today a post about the actress that played nagini and ezra miller they went somewhere together i don't know but they're like going on fantastic adventures and eating sushi and like they both look so fabulous and adorable i feel like they're besties now in real yes. life and i'm so for it i'm oh living my God. with that that's so cute oh my god i love ezra miller so much yup that video of him and eddie redmayne <gasps> was murderous yeah guys please look up on facebook i found it on <laughs> facebook anyway there's a video of ezra miller and eddie redmayne just reading like internet compliments to each other on twitter and it's the best thing ever oh it made my life it's so good i was so happy uh cool so then the next thing that i really wanted to talk about it's kind of a small thing but we just thought it was really hilarious like we died in theaters <laughs> so we made a huge thing about the nomage in the first episode and also the whole like makuza thing and just the differences between the words that they use uh-huh <laughs> um so literally in grindelwald's big speech thing in the graveyard he's talking about how you know can't. we we can't accept muggles or nomash or no spell casters and i'm like excuse me that's another term that you call just no spell fuck? casters <laughs> that's such like a mouthful also who's gonna say that all the, the time no spell casters oh what do they do not cast spells <laughs> like. that's how we know they're not wizards or witches <laughs> like i don't <laughs> what yeah we cackled pretty good and like in the middle of grindelwald's really intense yeah. thing we're just like <laughs> it's just such a dumbass name yeah. like <sighs> i want to know what country that's from i know that's what i was thinking too i my immediate thought was paris because they were in paris but then i was like i don't no, know because he says a couple other ones too yeah. I'm kind of hoping... That was hoping, the one that stood out. I'm kind of hoping it's maybe from, like, 
uh, a foreign country where like they don't speak English yes. and it's just a really shitty translation of whatever they actually say. Oh my god. And maybe it's cooler in their language and English is just dumb. What if it's like Bulgaria and it's like, can you imagine <gasps> Victor Crumb? No spellcasters. No spellcasters. <laughs> I don't. I can't. <laughs> god. Uh, was there anything you can think of that we missed in the first one before we go on to stuff that we've had time to settle in on? Uh, I guess kind of counts as like a transition thing so I, got, I didn't text you about it until a couple days later but i don't know how we didn't pick up on it because we freaked out about it in the first one fucking jacob the nomad being in a rally full of wizards who seem to i don't know maybe have a thing against muggles yeah. and nobody seems to notice and yet the second that he showed up in the courtroom at makuza <laughs> everyone was like <gasps> a no match yeah what's he doing here how the fuck i i don't know why that annoyed me so much but it did i think my only explanation is because at this point grindelwald isn't open about his hating muggles so like especially because he's trying to win queenie over he knows it's queenie's muggle so he was probably like hey man everyone's welcome if you're a supporter or fine but like muggles are gonna die later so i just feel like the other wizards would have also reacted like he was standing really close to a bunch of wizards and like they were talking about it oh no i agree i think it's really dumb so <laughs> i like... feel like at least the wizards around him should have been like oh this dude's a muggle what the fuck like yeah what you doing here? this is literally a wizard rally <laughs> that makes no sense to me at all yeah i was just kind of especially because it didn't make sense to me when they all reacted so hard the first time yes. and now i'm like now you're just gonna pull a 180 and no one's gonna notice him I think it's because the story at the time is so intense because Jacob and mm-hmm. Queenie are meeting after being apart for the whole movie and after having the fight. And then she's oh, just like, this isn't a Grindelwald. And you're like, what? What? So I think you're just like <laughs> preoccupied with other things. But like, damn. It's also led into by no one noticing him in the graveyard. So yeah, there's that. Everyone just needs to pay more attention to Jacob, <laughs> I think is my point in this. Protect Jacob always. Protect Jacob. Team Jacob. Yes. We're bringing Jacob. it back. <laughs> cool so yeah that was dumb (laughs) yeah um the thing that i've had time to settle in on and i feel kind of dumb for i'm so annoyed by this because i tried so hard to find loopholes and i just couldn't (laughs) so i was just so damn excited to hear her perfect voice but guys it's not logical for mcgonagall to be in this movie and it makes me so sad that she is and the problem was oh maybe it wasn't minerva maybe maybe it wasn't okay but uh no it definitely was because there's no other mcgonagall's it could have been like at that time uh i found an article online where it was like basically any of her relatives that were teaching weren't teaching at that time and she wasn't even born until after this movie came out like it was i think this one was set in like what 1927 yes and she's born in 1934 ox so, yeah, really sad about that, TBH. And that's based on, like, her teaching career, her ministry career, and then also her school career. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all canon, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so my only saving grace is that J.K. Rowling literally wrote the screenplay for this. So there must be some important reason that McGonagall is in it. Or it's another McGonagall and that just wasn't specified. Mm. I literally have no idea. Maybe she timed her. That's what I'm saying. I honestly hadn't even thought about that until now. Like, literally up until now, I was just like, oh, it's like a movie flaw. Like, they just fucked it up and didn't think about it. But I literally hadn't even thought about, like, 
I mean, she knows Dumbledore later on. Maybe he convinced her to, like, come back and teach for him. What? Like. Oh, God. I. <laughs> a lot of people are kind of upset with JK right now because they're oh, yeah. like, man, how could you, like, overlook this, blah, blah, blah. But also, I'd like to remind everyone that, like, read the books as they were coming out. There were a lot of times when you wanted to lose faith in JK and at the end, everything tied together. Yeah. Like, that every woman- single tie was tied. Literally, part of me is like, damn you, JK. Like, why you got to be so damn thorough? And then I'm like, you know what, though? This is going to come around back into something then. I was going to say, like, there has... She does something, everything for a reason. And you may not get an answer for every single thing, but you'll know exactly why. Like, Mm -hmm. there are still some things, obviously, some questions I have. But for the most part, something like that, she's not just going to ignore. Yeah. And the reason she probably hasn't answered it yet is because there's probably a good reason and she doesn't want to give spoilers. Okay, I literally was going to be like, has she responded to any of the thing? The fact that she hasn't responded at all, considering how active she usually is with stuff yeah. like this, makes me even more suspicious. Yeah, not so I was a little embarrassed because I didn't even pick up on the fact that McGonagall wouldn't be in there, but I was just I think so I was just stoked. feeling too much at the time. There was just so much going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't even... We're not, we're not taking a math break fuck mm-hmm. that nope <laughs> this ain't high school so yeah that's just something that i really wanted to clarify because yeah there's no way that she could have been in it in mm-hmm. sad face but hopefully there's a really cool reason why i'm pretty amped now actually mm-hmm. so obviously there's just been a shit ton of stuff on the internet and i spend way too much time on facebook <laughs> <laughs> and uh i wonder why hmm. Hmm. suspicious <laughs> Carrying on. (laughs) Um, I just saw a lot of things that were, like, going over, kind of like what we talked about, whether or not uh, Grindelwald is telling the truth, whether or not he's actually Dumbledore, possibilities behind how it works, blah, blah, blah. And I think one of, like, the big thing, one of the big things is, is, like, he may not be entirely lying, but he also may not be entirely telling the truth, but... I just feel like a big motivation behind whatever he's doing is because, like, whether he's a Dumbledore or not, the only one that can really defeat Dumbledore, and, like, he tells him that he's the only one that can defeat Dumbledore other than him, is because he's in Obscurus and he saw, like, he grew up with Dumbledore and Ariana and all them, Mm -hmm. and he saw, like, the power that Ariana had against Dumbledore, which was, like, a whole thing. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting that he's now after this Obscurus who seems related to the family but also potentially unrelated because we're not sure well so i've had a little bit of time to think about that if you don't mind me going on a little bit of a tangent i want you to okay so (laughs) i've been trying to think i'm honestly like personally i'm pushing for him to be telling the truth mostly for credence's sake because or sorry aurelius's sake Uh, i've definitely like any note i've made about him his name is still credence all right whatever whatever uh for his sake i want him to be telling the truth because he deserves to know who he is finally and he's gone through enough shit poor boy logistically i'm still split 50 50 even after thinking about it more but i have more points for each one okay (laughs) so another thing i was thinking about was um because i remember mentioning that like that the obscurial thing runs in the family because ariana was an obscurial so it's possible that he was an obscurial and in the Dumbledore family. Like, it could mm-hmm. be, like, a random thing. But the other thing I was thinking was the phoenix that comes to Credence. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, a lot of fans have just assumed that it's Fox because it's a phoenix, which annoys me a little bit. Fine. 
let's say it is Fox, which I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? Let's assume it is Fox. How could that be that one? I'm thinking that the phoenix that Dumbledore was talking about, like the relative that like he died and the phoenix was never to be seen again. Mm -hmm. What if that's the same phoenix coming back now and that is Fox? Like you never see it again, but also phoenixes are reborn and can live forever. That's honestly kind of what I was assuming. Like whenever they were talking about his grandfather's phoenix, I was like, oh, so his grandfather had Fox. And then at some point or another, Dumbledore, like he comes to Dumbledore for whatever reason, like which I hope happens at some point in this movie. Well, (laughs) for the series, sorry. Yeah. But like the way they say it is almost like a phoenix will come to you. So it makes it seem like each one has their own and then that one fucks off forever. Hmm. But thinking about it more, I think that it's just that one phoenix that comes um to like the Dumbledore men you know Mm -hmm. what I mean um and only in great times of like trouble um (laughs) so I'm thinking my theory is if that's what it is that he can be a Dumbledore and if he is a Dumbledore he's definitely a half Dumbledore like it's definitely like his dad broke out of prison and Mm -hmm. fucked some bitch and there you go because like there's no way that his mom is the parent like I'm saying that now there's Mm -hmm. no way so the hat I think what's going to happen is the Phoenix came to the half Dumbledore in times of great need because he needs it right now way more than Dumbledore does. Mm-hmm. I think in the next movie, something's going to happen where the Obscurial Credence, whatever, dies. And then Dumbledore is now in great turmoil because he couldn't save the Obscurial and now he has now figured he has out the blood pact and can face Grindelwald. So Fox Ooh. will come to him. That is my theory of what will happen. Like so that. for that reason, I do think I'm more hoping that he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also definitely could straight up be lying. But I've actually seen a lot of people not like this theory at all that he's a Dumbledore. Like some people are really pissed oh, about really it. Oh, really mad about it. I'm actually really interested. <laughs> like as much as I want Grindelwald to be telling the truth, like for Credence and for his character or whatever, I honestly just want him to be telling the truth because it would be a more interesting story than mm-hmm. Grindelwald lying to get what he wants. It's almost like with um when people were trying to figure out who Ray was in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's like I It's almost I'm, better that she's no one. I actually think the opposite. I really I would have loved it if she was a Skywalker. Because to me, I know everyone thinks that's a typical thing, but to me it would have made it more interesting and have her be part of something. But that's then they true. just made her no one. And I was like, well, that's kind of shitty. And that's what I feel like would happen there. If they just made Credence no one, it's like, that kind of sucks. And also, he's just a wizard of some kind because mm-hmm. he made magic happen out of that wand. Like, he's powerful AF. And, like, to be fair, maybe partially because of the Obscurial. But, I mean, Still. also, if he is a Dumbledore, he's just probably naturally a very strong wizard. Yeah. So, like, this is my thing is where I feel like the reason I'm 50-50 is because Grindelwald could 100% totally be lying and whatever. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of, like, more I think about it, I'm just hoping that he's not because I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Um, So the other thing, speaking of Grindelwald, that I wanted to point out (laughs) after I've had time to settle in and look up stuff. So uh, Grindelwald was not using Polyjuice to, A, impersonate Graves or impersonate Abernathy. He was not using Polyjuice Potion at all. He was doing human transfiguration, which I did not know was a thing until this movie. My mind is blown at the amount of magic they put in this movie. So wait, did he do that to himself and Abernathy at the same time? Yep. What a strong motherfucker. Dude, Grindelwald is powerful AF. Holy fuck. And like, I'm just so blown away by all the magic that they put in this movie because I did not realize human transfiguration was a thing until now. And, like, this is another point that people are saying that 
they think they should have recasted Johnny Depp because they're saying if he can do human transfiguration, he could have also fucked off on that appearance. Suck blah, my blah. Dick. And I'm like, yeah, but they still would have had to make him look the same. Like, it's yeah. like it would have been another actor looking like the white hair and the two mm-hmm. eyes. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be plausible in my It would mind. just be dumb. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I was just blown away and I wanted to make it clear that it wasn't Paula Juice. It was definitely human transfiguration, which is dope as fuck. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, man. So, wait. Ooh, does that mean that Graves is possibly not even a person? Uh, it's actually very established that he is a person because, oh. I mean, he's pretty high up in the ministry and, like, he has, like, a decent... Like, people must have known uh, him, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a fair point. So, and he had a wand, so, like, I feel like he also is a person. a fair point. Like, I, I don't know who he is. He must or have s- been at some point. I still don't know what happened to him, also. There's that, <laughs> so... I was kind of hoping we would get a little bit on <laughs> I Graves. Know. Just, like, a random shot of him in a cell, just, like... Hello. <laughs> right? <laughs> An after credit scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like in the bottom of a trunk. Like Mad Eye, I yeah. know. Uh, so to end this off, I just kind of want to give you a good laugh. <laughs> oh, God. So we were watching this video the other day and like Chance just started listening to it on his phone and then he went and did something else and I was like, either turn that up or like put it on the TV and he was like, what? Why? And I was like, because I'm listening to it. Like, it sounds interesting. And he was like, oh, okay. And so like, all the way leading up to, like, all this, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, most of this is information that, like, people can garner or whatever, but, like, most people may not have. And, like, it was really good for the most part. And then it got to... So, he talked about how he doesn't think that Aurelius... Let's call him Credence for the sake of my sanity. He doesn't think that Credence is uh, a brother of one of them. He thinks he's, like, a nephew or this or that or Cousin, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, he's, like, he's part of the Dumbledore bloodline still so like he's a son of someone that still carries a Dumbledore name okay but he's not a direct brother and I was like okay I'm curious to see like where your explanation of this uh, though is and his idea was that he was actually Ariana's son and I was like boy dude do you know how old she was when she died oh my god what the fuck oh you know that's (laughs) that started off on a good note literally the whole rest of the video was so good and i was like i'm so interested in what this person has to say and it was like Mm. seven minutes of build up and he was like he's ariana's son and i was like what oh my god i would believe he was aberforth's son before that (laughs) what are the odds of him being aberforth's son (laughs) like probably zero because he fucks goats um Just putting it out there. And literally earlier I was like, what are the odds of him being Dumbledore's son? Question mark, question mark. And I was like, oh, wait. Gay. (laughs) He only into Grindelwald. I was going to say, Ariana, Ariana, whatever. Ariana died like before she probably even had her first period. Uh, I double checked it. She was 14. (laughs) So she might have had her first period. But But still. 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 She was like a mentally crazy child who murdered her mother. And like was being taken care of by her brothers. I don't think they let boys over. So hold on. So... (laughs) Ariana died way too young. Uh, Dumbledore's gay and his brother fucks goats. So don't think it's any of None of kids. them had kids. <laughs> um, God. <laughs> right? I literally, I was like, I was so proud of that. And then I was like, oh. So I do think he has a really good point in saying that he could be like a cousin or something. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, we all just assume that he's a sibling because I don't even know why. We just kind of went there. It's kind of interesting. I actually. think it's just the A Dumbledore. And you're just like, oh. Yeah, it's got to be a close one, but mm-hmm. actually, no, it totally could be a cousin or, like, an uncle or something. So, I mean, fair point, whatever. 
Um, I just, I can't, I'm still processing. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> it took me a while to get over it. And like, he went on for a while about it after that too. Like, he never even really explained why he thought it was Ariana's son or like when he thought that she had a kid at some point. He was just like, yeah, she might've had a kid before she died. And I was like, that, all right, probably not. But no, there's no she didn't way. really uh, meet many boys. Like the only way, the only way mm. that Ariana could have had a child was if. So I'm going to get into a little bit of something that we didn't get into before. So there's oh some backstory. So Dumbledore's father went to prison because Ariana was like fooling around in the backyard like doing some magic and kind of was like weird like I don't know if it was an obscurial outburst or like if she was just playing around being a kid doing magic Mm -hmm. but some teenage boys because they lived in a muggle town some teenage boys were walking by and saw her fucking around and they were like oh what the fuck and they started tormenting her was I'm pretty sure the words she used so a lot of people have theorized that they actually might have like raped her or like done something really really bad because once her father finds what they're doing he literally almost like beats them to death Mm -hmm. and then that's why he gets sent to Azkaban so whatever they're doing has to be really fucked um it might not be rape it could just be like them really tormenting and he got really mad but a lot of people think that it was rape and i kind of understand why because like why else would he have beaten them that much and doesn't especially when he can use magic and he doesn't have to beat them you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like he had to been really pissed Mm -hmm. so but i'm pretty sure she was really young when that happened like she was probably under 10 so even if she was raped at that point i think that was definitely before her first period Mm -hmm. because years go by before she kills her mom yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's around 10 or 11. <clears throat> so, anyways, that's the only way that she could have, I believe. And there's no way even then. So, yeah. this guy's kind of dumb. Yeah. I was like, you have a YouTube channel dedicated to this? <sighs> Sorry, did I cut you off? Were you going to... Uh... You said, didn't they mention... Oh, just didn't they mention that it kind of, like, drove her crazy, though, too? Or at least drove her... I mean, well, to be fair, she was also an Obscurial. I was going to say... Because she people started suppressing her magic. People say that kind of brought out the Obscurial in her. Like, the the tra- trauma of the event happened mm-hmm. brought that out in her. But to be fair, we didn't even know she was an Obscurial until this all came out. Like, we just thought that she was, like... The trauma of that event made her almost like a squib in a way, but like then her her magic would come out and like burst out. We had no idea what it was mm-hmm. until Credence came and it was an obscurial, and we were all like, "Buddy, <laughs> that's what it is." Like, so people think that that trauma made her an obscurial. So it's possible that she was just like, and also I feel like because she was doing magic, like after that she kind of suppressed it also. So I feel yeah, like that fed into it a lot. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that got, uh... <laughs> I'll give you a laugh, Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes later. <laughs> oh, my God. We all. Well, anyway, this has been part three. And uh, <laughs> cut to our outro that we've already recorded from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what do you expect for next episode? <laughs> now that this one's over. So like we mentioned earlier, uh, oh. we're going to be looking at a TV show, a one season of a TV show. Um, it's a TV show that I've never seen. Megan has seen it. And also we're uh, introducing a special guest. Uh, he loves this show and I it's a old co-worker and he used to bug me about watching the show all the time. Um, and his name is 
Austin. Austin. Hey, buddy. What's up? Get ready for your episode. Uh, So, yeah, Austin's going to come on with us and we're going to review that TV show. We're not going to say what it is, but we're definitely going to tease about it uh, in the weeks to come. So get ready for that. Oh, boy. Part of our regular plugs. Uh, If you want to give us any feedback or ask us any questions, use our email. I don't know if we've even talked about it yet, but we have a new email now. Contact us at selftitleclub.com. Because we have our own domain. What up, guys? We've made it. (laughs) We made it. Um, So, yeah, use our email. Go to our website, Uh, selftitleclub.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We have cool cool posts we're currently still only on apple Podcasts because we are busy people unfortunately i was gonna say these were recorded pretty close together so it sounds bad but it's not so uh we it should be up like hopefully next month i don't know sorry (laughs) we're shitty (laughs) probably not for new shit november (laughs) yeah that'll be um i don't even know the 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 right decently something december doing shit doing shit december doing shit december (laughs) look forward to that so in doing shit december um also so yeah we're on apple podcast if you could rate and review us uh we're actually gonna do this thing if you do leave us a review we're gonna give give you a a shout shout out out. uh so we have a review um five stars says you're hilarious keep on keeping on uh that's from sarah vk95 so thank you very much sarah you're kind of a dope girl. Whoever you are. Mm, you know. Yeah, it's mystery. Mm. Weird. Yes. Mm, quite. But yes, the reviews really help us and the ratings help us get on the new and noteworthy page on Apple Podcasts. So that would be super nice to get uh, new listeners and new members of the club. Hey. Also, like, it just helps us know kind of what you like, what you don't like. Helps us tailor the podcast to... I was going to say, the review you want to leave, it could be as general as like, sup, love you, or like, hey, I really enjoy this don't really enjoy this really like this too much just let us know in the comments down below <laughs> youtube fingers uh, i was gonna say are you doing the youtube fingers <laughs> yeah fuck all right well this has been for some reason exhausting well the meeting is now adjourned <laughs> see you next time bye, bye. bye.